Hello and welcome along to the Property Academy Podcast by Opus Partners. I'm your host, Tim McKnight. And I'm Andrew Nichol. And today on the show, we're talking about good Airbnb versus bad Airbnb. Yes, it is the Airbnb profit potential test. And we're going to talk about which properties make the best short-term rentals. Now, to guide us through this, we have got Lexia Marshall on the show from Hassle Free Airbnb. Lexia, welcome back to the show. Thanks, guys. Now, let's say an investor comes to you with a property and you look at it and you think this is great. This is a perfect property for Airbnb. What is it about the property that makes you think this is going to work? Okay, what I see first up is off-street parking. That is one of the most important things. So that's really interesting because obviously I always think Airbnb, people are coming from outside of town, they're not going to have a car. But lots of people do have a car. Either, they do have car. So either yeah. rental or or they have driven to the destination. That's right. They might have come from Queenstown, anywhere in New Zealand, even come across on the ferry. Oh, yeah. I yeah. wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> so first thing is uh, uh, off-street parking. What else? And question for you. I realise that you focus on Christchurch, but is your sense that that would still be the case in, say, Wellington and Auckland? Or I definitely think it would be the same right throughout New Zealand. Especially if you're a tourist travelling the country, you're probably going to get a car yes. to, to make your way around. Now, what other things are really important for an Airbnb to work? Well, I think it has to be less than five years old. People like new, if they're going on holiday, they want to stay in something that's new, got a bit of luxury. A lot of them are not even, their homes aren't like that. So they want to spend their money on something that's new. So do you have any properties that you manage that would say be more than 10 years old? Yes, I do have a few of those. There's always maintenance issues, always will be things that break down. That can be an issue. So for an ideal situation, it's a newer property that's been staged really nicely, got nice furniture in there, got all the amenities nearby. What about things like location? Like how important is the location? Location is top. Okay. You've got to have a good location. Look, I went out and had a look at one in one of the areas in Christchurch, drove along the street. Before I'd even gone in, I said, no. Just suburb, what would it be? Is it a bit of a dodgy suburb you're talking it about? It was a dodgy suburb. Lots of flats, lots of low life walking around the streets, which if I was a tourist... You wouldn't I, want You wouldn't I, want that. I wouldn't want to go into those areas. And, you know, if, if, there, if there are, you know, cars that you've got rented from Hertz, there is a huge excess to that if that car gets broken into that you're going to have to pay by default. So that off-street parking, again, really important and in a, in a decent enough area that you're not worried about your car getting jacked. And when you say good location, what do you mean by that? What's important to have in the location if it's going to work as an Airbnb? Well, as I said before, you must have your parking. It must be handy to the CBD, but also, look, I have properties out in suburbs, Miraval, Fenelton, St Albans. I do even have them out in Wigram and in Rolleston. And funnily enough, when I took the Rolleston and the Wigram ones on, I thought, no, these will not work, but they jolly will do. Oh, that's interesting. And just for context for anybody not familiar with Christchurch, Rolleston's a town about a 20-minute drive. Some would say 15 minutes these days <laughs> from Christchurch. 
And Wigram's kind of an outer suburb, maybe maybe 10 minutes from the city or so drive. And so give us some examples then of, of properties that you have looked at other than the one you mentioned before where you, you get there and you think, no, this isn't going to work as an Airbnb. It's not right for the Airbnb market. So when I went in, I pulled up, I went inside before I'd even gone inside. Single glazed, dark, dingy, outside area, unkept. This was a gentleman that gang away overseas, so he wanted to put it on Airbnb because he also wants to be able to use it uh, yeah. part of the time. Yes. And I might just add that a lot of people use Airbnb because they want to be able to come and use it part of the time. They might have children at school, private schools. They live in Nelson. They come to Christchurch, take the kids out. So can't let it out full time, but they certainly can Airbnb it and block the dates. Okay, so if it's single glaze, if it's dark, if it doesn't have off-street parking, if it's an older property, anything else that you'd look at a property, somebody comes to you, wants to rent out their property on Airbnb, and you think, don't even bother, mate, it's not going to work. Well, when I go in, I look at the kitchen, the dishwasher's broken down, old stove, beds, always looking at beds. People want comfort, just a cheap and cheerful bed with... Not good covers, people don't want that. Yeah, yeah, so people still want to feel like they're going to a hotel and it's clean. They do want, they want hotel at cheaper prices. And that's what they're paying for and going to rent. And the truth of the matter is, if you don't set up an Airbnb right, you're not going to have people renting it and you're not going to be able to get that premium rent. And I think to set your expectations, the best thing to do, if you haven't done it in a while, is jump on Airbnb and scroll through the photos because the best listings have excellent photos. They're well staged. They look as if they could have come from a hotel website. One last thing I want to ask you, because I, I get the sense that this could be a deal breaker. What about if you've bought a new build and you think, okay, it's less than five years old. It's got off street parking, but there are 12 other properties in the development that are all on Airbnb as well. Does that matter? Competition is great. It doesn't matter at all. Look, I used to have motels in Timaru years ago. My competition was right next door, and that certainly got me moving. And often we worked in together. So that is not an issue. Not a deal breaker. Interesting. That's no, interesting. it's not a deal breaker. And actually, it's quite funny because we often talk, and I often talk about, you know, if, if a development has 30 properties come in all, all at one time, there can be this panic that, oh, how are you going to find tenants for them all? But you kind of got to remember, well, it's actually the whole of Christchurch or wherever you're looking at that is potentially people are looking at. So there's there's plenty of opportunity with people coming and tourism picking up. On that note, have you noticed tourism picking up? Tourism is certainly picking up. We just get rid of the cyclone. We're away laughing oh, again. It's always um, something, isn't it? They're all coming into New Zealand. After all, we're a wonderful country to come to. So where are your tourists coming from at the moment? A lot coming from the UK. We did have a lot of Chinese. That's dropped back a little at the present time. They're coming from all over the world. A lot of Germans. They've got a camper van. Come into Christchurch for their last few days. Get rid of the camper van. And then they're walking everywhere. So that's why they want to be in the city. So what are some of the worst mistakes that people do when they set up an Airbnb? They buy cheap furniture that falls to bits and 
five minutes. They're trying to do everything on the cheap. You can't do that. You've got to buy good, solid furniture. They get me around and they've got all white bed covers and everything on. Don't put white bed covers on. Feet, people get and watch TV, sitting in bed, white is yellow in no time. What, do they put their feet, are their shoes on the I bet you do. Well, there's, there's absolutely no way I do. Do you put shoes on bed? Absolutely not. Do people do that? Oh, yes, people <laughs> do. It's amazing what they do. I'm surprised you said uh, you bet that Andrew does. No, He's no, a clean no, freak. no. I, no, I get home and I um, cover myself in clean film and then walk around naked. <laughs> 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 I walked into the doctor's once like that and he said, "I can clearly see your nuts." That's a terrible <laughs> joke. I can't believe we're going to leave that in just to embarrass um, you. So rather than, say, a white bed linen, which I would have thought would look great in photos, what would you suggest people use instead? Well, I always say if they're going to do Airbnb, contact me first. I'll come round and I'll tell you what you need to get. That's the best thing to do. Yeah, but Don't fire ahead. Buy things that really and truly you don't need. Yeah, but what colour works best then? Is it a grey, a black, a, a, you know, what colours work if white doesn't? Because I would have thought that's what you'd do. No. Look, colour, navies, greens, reds, florals, anything but not white. Oh, interesting. What other mistakes are people making when they're setting up their Airbnbs? Well, they're, they're buying a table and they've got, say, six people going in there and they've got a four-seater table. <laughs> Think about what you're buying. You've got six people and you've got a two-seater couch. Where's everyone else going to sit? They buy a little TV. They think they might get away with a 32-inch. Sorry, nobody has 32 inches today <laughs> as a main TV. So they are still trying to do everything on the cheap. And before we wrap up, tell us some of the worst situations that you've had as an Airbnb property manager. You had any funny stories? Oh, look, I had one just the other day. Two ladies stayed in and they sent me a bill for 11 slips, bloomers, a blouse, trousers, and a number of other things. They said that they washed them and they had shrunk in the washing machine. <laughs> They'd put a thermometer in to see what the temperature was, said it was 42 degrees. I went back and said, there's no way you can open the washing machine when it's washing, but they said they did. So, so, so they, sh so they be... shrunk all their clothes and then tried to send you a bill. Yeah, for $500. <laughs> tried to get a, a stay and a new set of wears. The interesting thing there, though, is of course things shrink in the wash. That's what yeah. happens. Yeah. When you put them out on the line and pull them again, oh. nothing wrong with them. <laughs> how, how fascinating. The amazing thing is, why would they have a thermometer with them? Well, well, and also, why are you doing all your washing in one go at the Airbnb? Well, they, they could have been on the road for a while. Okay, okay. I, I thought that. Eleven slips, bloomers. What are what? bloomers? And Bl singlets. Oh. oh, I forgot about the singlets. Twelve sing. even counted them. <laughs> What's a sliplex here? Well, what I think a slip is, is like a petticoat you, that you put I a frock over the top. top. Isn't it? So I don't these know. were old people, two 
old ladies. Oh, no, I shouldn't say old. <laughs> mature, mature ladies. Mature, mature ladies. ladies. They, should know, they should know how to use a They should machine. know. But oh, Andrew, that's misogynistic. No, you can't I mean, say like, that. because they're older, they're more mature. They've, they've had life experience. I was imagining a couple of teenagers that maybe didn't know how to do it. No. It's your mum doing it. I wasn't saying it. Female. And look, Andrew, I've got one more I've got oh, yeah, to gosh. tell you about because <laughs> yeah. I get so many. So they go to the lockbox, they've got the code, and then they can't get in. So they rang me and I said, have you pulled the black lever down? No, they said. Well, I said, how are you going to get in? A fairy doesn't open it. You've got to pull, you've got to open it. <laughs> ah, I didn't think of that. Oh, so they pushed the, they pushed the number for the lock code. And you've got to pull the lever on the lock box, otherwise it doesn't open. That's what you mean. They hadn't pulled the lever <laughs> even. So pull the lever. It's like putting your key in a door and being like, it's not opening. Yeah. You've got to push yeah. the door open. <laughs> uh, you must get called all hours of the day. And that's why I'm all about using a property manager. If you're going Airbnb, you absolutely want to because the last thing you want to be doing is getting the call out on the Saturday night. Like I have when I was out for dinner with an Airbnb manager and we had to go and get batteries and go around and, and put them in the digital keypad. I do that a lot. <laughs> <laughs> right, let's wrap it up there. But please don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. really does help us get the message out to more people. And hey, if you're in Christchurch and want to check out Lexia, she is hassle-free Airbnb. If you Google it, it'll come up. listen to the Property Academy podcast. I'm your host, Steve McKnight. And I'm Andrew Nicholl. I'm going to be back again tomorrow with even more daily strategies, tactics and insights to help you get the most out of your own property market. Until next time. <laughs>